0: Let's talk with Graham.
1: Well, Graham Ray Hall, IndyCar driver, had a solid drive from 11th to 2nd at Long Beach last week. So, yeah, we thought that deserved a freak's visit. And it's been a while since we've had Ray Hall on the show. Actually, this is the first time since he signed a drive for his old man.
0: Graham, looking at what you've got coming up, you've got Brazil and the Indy 500. Are you even thinking about Brazil right now? <laughs> well, we are, yeah, because
2: uh, obviously coming off Long Beach. I think, you know, I I feel strongly about Brazil that it's going to be a really good event for our team. Uh, You know, we're excited to have blue e-cigs. They're going to be on our car as a primary there. Uh, So we obviously want to do a good job for them. And, and, um, you know, I think that for us, Brazil, it's just an important race just to get more points. You know, certainly Long Beach was a big gain for us. But as anybody that's watched the series this year has seen, nothing is for certain. I mean... You know, you got guys like Ryan Hunter-Ray, Will Power, you know, people making mistakes, crashing on their own, guys that you just don't expect that to happen or ever see that to ha- happening. Um, you know, and so it's kind of been a mix. So for us, right now it's all about just gaining the points. We had a bad start to our year with uh, with little electrical issues in St. Pete and, of course, running out of gas at two turns left and Barber hurt us. But uh, I think... You know we're finally in the right place as a team, and uh, Brazil will be good for us.
1: When you talk about Bluey Sigs coming on board, I know you've got a different paint scheme for the Indy Five Hundred. Is that with Bluey Sigs, or what's going on?
2: No, Indy will be Indy will be a Midas car, um, and obviously Midas is is our primary, and is I would say on a nationwide and a worldwide basis of all the of all the. TBC Retail Brands, which is the parent company, Midas would be the one everybody knows. So, Midas will be there, and um, you know. But I, 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 you know, it's great to see Blue step up and and be a bigger partner with us. Obviously, they helped uh, run the third car and sponsored it for Conway and Long Beach, uh, and I think we'll see them more throughout the year. So it's good, and you know, for the series thing, it's exciting. It's just a new sponsor, you know, and and someone else that's coming in that uh, hasn't been here before.
0: We're talking with Graham Rahal, IndyCar Series pilot, getting set for Brazil here in the Speed Freaks Pits. And this is what you should do, Graham, is you should take a few of those blue e-cigs, stand outside the car, just next to your umbrella girls, have a top hat and like a smoker's jacket, and sit there <laughs> and puff on some of those cigarettes while you before you hop in the cockpit. That'd be bitching.
2: James Hunt style.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah.
2: <laughs> I told Conway that he had to do that, and he, he wussed out, so. Yeah, maybe we'll have to consider that.
1: (laughs) And he's even a defending winner of Long Beach. Come on, Conway. I'm disappointed.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, and he did a great job for us out there. I mean, he was awfully quick, uh, you know, throughout the weekend. Um, But uh, you know, certainly, like I said, it was a great result for for our entire team. I think everybody's worked extremely hard to kind of have the luck that we've had, both on my side and on James's side. It just hasn't. I mean, you know, our luck just hasn't panned out in either way, and so, you know, it's nice to finally see.
1: Well, do you think it's kind of luck at the right time of the year? Obviously, you want this kind of momentum going into Indy, or can you attribute it to the Travis Matthew video that you guys did out here in SoCal before Long Beach, huh?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that's certainly Travis Matthew, you know, driving that badass station wagon, you know, maybe that totally changed it around. I'm not sure. And anybody that hasn't seen that video, I can tell you what, it was a total hoot. I mean, we had so much fun. Let me tell you, clearly fast food isn't that popular in, in uh in because Jake's had no clue what he was doing in the drive thru lane at in and out. But uh it's all good. We had fun and um you know, really I think you're spot on. This is the time of year you wanna pee. And if I look at my season the last couple of years, I, I feel like we've been quick in a lot of places. Frankly, we just haven't had uh, that little bit of luck, and you know, even at Indy last year, we were fast, but unfortunately had a high pressure fuel pump fail, and ultimately took some at least a top five finish. I felt very confident in that to finishing thirteenth or whatever. So this is a good time. So let's hope it keeps going.
0: Graham Rahal joins us in the Speed Freaks pits. Graham, looking at Brazil, looking at the Indy 500 coming up, but really the news that we wanted to talk about is we hadn't had you in here since you stepped on board with your old man running for him. Once you got under the Ray Hall letterman lanigan umbrella, were there times you went, ah, hell, why am I with Dad?
2: No, no, no. I mean, you know, I actually – I really enjoyed myself, uh, first and foremost, with this team. And, you know, I, I think for a long time I've tried to go out and I've done my own thing long enough. And at some point you have to sit back and you have to say, okay – where is my best chance at winning? You know, and I just felt confident, very confident that with this team, of course, with my dad Dave and Mike uh, as the owners, for each of those individuals, racing is not a form or means of income. Racing is a passion, and it, you know, whereas a lot of the other guys I've driven for racing is a means of income, and so you always wonder a little bit on, you know, are we really spending every dime we can? Are we really doing whatever? And, um, you know, with my dad, I I know that whatever we get coming in sponsorship-wise is going out, plus some, I'm sure. And I just knew that the commitment level would be there, no matter what happened, and that's what I really enjoyed about it. It's very similar to a Roger Penske-esque, Sort of uh approach, I mean Roger is the type of guy who goes racing because he loves it um you know for me, I just felt that this team was my best opportunity and, and our sponsors were also excited by it and um you know, so for us that's for anybody that's important.
0: Are you saying Graham that just wasn't that comfortable running with ganassi
2: No, I mean, I'm just saying you know at a lot of places that I've been uh. I, you know, this is the best i felt since, you know, probably my Newman-Haas days uh, and early in my Newman-Haas days. Unfortunately, Newman-Haas in the end, you know, it's, the faces kind of changed a bit uh, with with Paul passing away and, you know, Carl, uh I haven't seen in a few years. I, I just felt that those guys were winners, and, and uh, that's where I feel like we are now.
1: You know, speaking of Newman haas and yeah, you're right, that was a, a fabulous winning team. It seems now that Oriol Servia, also a Newman haas graduate, I should say, he's having some difficulties now. Did that shock you as much as it did some of us in the media? Because we're thinking, hey, IndyCar is somewhat affordable now, yet Oriol Servia's team is saying we don't have enough money for the season anymore.
2: Yeah, yes and no. I mean, it, it shocks me uh, a little bit just because obviously – you know, they committed to Oriole on a on a full-year basis, or at least I thought. Um, and I really like Robbie and Dennis and, and that sort of thing. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. I, for me, I never know the financials of all the others, so I don't really worry about it. And, and uh, you know, it will certainly be a shame not to have them. I hope somehow they get some funding together to, uh, you know, to pull through and go throughout the rest of the year and hopefully rebuild. You know, I think that in IndyCar racing right now, you know, I I think we're rebuilding. I think things are looking good. I I feel like our our TV package, certainly the TV ratings we're getting are not where they need to be. The on-track product attendance figures that we get at track are extremely good. I I don't know that there's a concern there, Um, but For the teams, clearly we need to improve those ratings to be uh, attracting, you know, the big sponsors. So for a smaller team like that, you know, that's made even harder. And I think Dennis and Robbie certainly have probably spent a lot of their own money to keep the team uh, running. And unfortunately, that's just the way these things go.
1: Graham Rayhaw, what in the world is it going to take? And I know this is the $8 million question because you're right. The on-track product is some of the best in all of motorsports. Sorry, NASCAR fans, but IndyCar does have a better on-track product right now. And your personalities are so good. What is it going to take to get more people's eyeballs to open up and realize that what you guys have to offer is fun, it's entertaining, and it's good sport?
2: Well... Yeah, like you said, I think it's more than the $8 million question. I really wish we all knew. I was sitting there last night thinking to myself, I was watching that uh, Richmond race and watching smoke, and those guys go at it, and I'm thinking, you know, this is just bogus. It is ridiculous. But this is why people watch this sport. They're waiting for, you know, I'm thinking on the last two laps, I'm going, okay, it's just going to turn into a wreck fest because everybody's going to hit each other. And, you know, sure enough, comes down to pit lane. The guys are hitting each other, trying to spin each other, as they were the night before. Obviously, Nelson Piquet took it upon himself to kick a guy in the nuts, which is ridiculous. But I'm sitting there thinking, this is the drama that people are interested in. And IndyCar, you know, as a lot of the media said, maybe the guys, maybe all of us get along too well. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know what it is that kind of draws the fans kind of into it. I know the one thing that, that certainly... As you just said, that we do is is the on entri- I mean, it used to be if you had started where I started in Long Beach, uh, 13th or no, sorry, 11th. You know, to think that you could finish on the podium, forget it. That is not going to happen, right? And sure enough, we do it. That IndyCar in that way has totally changed. The racing is phenomenal, but how do we get? from that inner circle out, I'm not really sure. I think we have a very strong uh, hardcore group of fans. We've got a very loyal sponsor base. You know, maybe it's the drama side that we need to kick it up a notch. I don't know. I personally don't feel that 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 should be necessary, but some people say that. Um, You know, certainly I think that on the promotional side of things, we need to ramp up the promotions and get it from without our, uh, like I said, without our inner circle. I think that there's things that we're doing that that uh, it could have been a little bit better thought out as far as expanding. But at the end of the day, I'm just, you know, a little race car driver. I'm not a marketing master, so what do I know? But I feel that, that we we don't quite do a good enough job at broadening our exposure. I mean, if you look at me earlier this year doing Letterman, I did the Rachel Ray show, right? I mean, what, what does Rachel Ray have to do with racing? Heavens knows. <laughs>
0: But Well, it's an it's audience It's an audience that isn't familiar with IndyCar. And, exactly. And, and outside looking in, Graham, I'll be honest with you. Team owners, cats who run the series, those guys have been stumbling on each other's penises for the last 15, 20 years. They can't get out of each other's way and let the yeah. racing speak for themselves. Randy Bernard, Bernard was in there ready to stir stuff up. They kicked his ass out of there. Look what happened before that. Who's running the G-damn series right now?
2: Yeah, but here's the problem with a Randy Bernard. I like Randy. I thought he was a good guy. But there has to be a method to your madness. You can't come out and say a lot of the things that were said, and then there's no plan to it. So then you look like total you-know-what when you're sitting there because you can't accomplish something like a $20 million race between Coca-Cola 600 and the Indy 500. I mean, I understand it's a promotional idea. But at least have some power behind it before we're spitting it out. Because then when you don't accomplish it, you look twice as bad, you know, as if you just hadn't said it in the first place. The other thing is that you look at like Randy last year. The Indy 500 was perhaps the greatest Indy 500 ever. Period. More passes in that race with the new car than maybe ever. The day after he's tweeting which I don't know why he's tweeting, but he's tweeting about how the series is trying to fire him. He took the attention solely from how great that Indy 500 was to woe is him. You know what I mean? And that's exactly what you're saying. We have to have strong leadership. We have to have strong owners, everybody that is willing to work together to better this series. We have to have owners that are willing to stick their necks out there a little bit to buy the new aero kits, to commit to the aero kits, to let the fans see something different. I think that the manufacturers and all these other things need to say, hey, our engines don't need to make it for half the season on one engine. Let's develop some more horsepower. Let's get these things back to being the most badass race cars on the planet, like they were when my dad drove. But, you know, the series has to work with them to say, okay, well, we're not going to give you a 10-place grid penalty if something goes wrong. Because that's just too much. I mean, mm-hmm. we have to work together to getting. I mean, when I was a kid and you went to Long Beach and you went to the hairpin and you stood outside the hairpin and that car made all the pops and crackles and was spinning the tires like crazy coming off the hairpin, there is nothing more badass than that. Nothing. Nowadays, it's not that way. I mean, the cars are still equally as fast on lap time. But they're just not as pure and raw as they used to be. To me, as a fan, that's what attracted people. The racing wasn't, in my eyes, I don't think it was as good back then. But when you watch the cars, when you see the cars, when you see the flames they spit and all the, you know, the tire marks that they leave for half a mile behind them, that's what it's all about, you know? I mean, that's what we have to get back to doing. That takes a commitment from the leadership of the series, it takes a commitment from the drivers. It takes a commitment from the team owners. Everybody. And I think Mark Miles, who's in there now, uh, extremely impressive. Extremely impressive. And has not only a great resume, but the re- his reputation is second to none. My fingers are crossed that we're going to get a great CEO here. I mean, I'm obviously I'm hoping Zach Brown steps up. Zach's a good family friend of ours, but you know i'm hoping that, that something like that's going to happen because when you get those two guys together you got the marketing brains behind it you've got a guy who knows how to run uh, of all things an event that's as large as the super bowl i think there's a lot of power behind that and a lot of connections
0: the owners and, so, and the george family the owners and the george family have to stick the f keep their neck out of their business and let dudes run the series exactly are you sounding more and more like your old man? You know that.
1: I know. I'm kind of thinking Graham Rahal for the CEO. What's
0: up? No, I said.
2: Well, I mean, look, you guys, you know that I've been around this a long time, and I'm, I'm one of those guys that, you know, for me, this series is my life, and has been since before I sat in the first go kart I ever sat in. I loved IndyCar racing. That was just everything to me. And I'm 24 years old. You know, I've been around a while, but I'm one of the young guys that I really want to be here for 20 more years. And so I take it upon myself to look forward and say, look, it's not the Dario's. It's not the the Will Powers and those guys that are going to make the next 20 years. They're already in their mid-30s. Dario, obviously, is almost 40. It's the guys like myself. It's the guys like Marco, the New Gardens, the Hildebrand. Those are the guys that have to, st- to step up and say, okay, what are we going to do and what- who can we influence to make this series be here for 20 more years? And if I just sit here, that's not going to happen. So for me, and plus, you know, obviously being a fan and somewhat of a student of the sport, I've kind of seen the way that things have changed since the old days. And, you know, like you said, w- we need strong, strong leadership, and that's something we haven't had in a long time. Um, and you know, another point is they keep mentioning a guy like Derek Walker taking over the competition side of, you know, what, what's the car specs, what are we allowed to do with engines, the tracks, things like that. That's phenomenal. A guy like that, that's been around that long would be awesome. And the CEO doesn't necessarily need to be a guy that knows everything about racing. You know, there, there could be two different aspects to this. Um, and we just need to get all that stuff kind of sorted.
0: Freak Nation, his name, Graham Rahal, getting set for Brazil. Then, of course, the granddaddy of them all, the Indy 500 in the month of May. GR, we appreciate you coming in and venting a few of these things and letting us know how you feel because you've always been such a wallflower anyway, you happy bastard. (laughs) I'm
2: sure you guys got a couple good sound bites, so no
1: problem. (laughs) Good news is we got Turbo coming up, so the the movie Turbo, of course. That will hopefully be the beginning to really kick some ass.
2: Yeah, well. Absolutely. Well, hey, hey. You know what? Everybody still laughs to the day about Talladega night,
0: so who knows? Yeah, True. exactly. All right, dude. Get her done. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks, Graham. We'll see ya. Bye. IndyCar Series pilot sitting seventh in points. You got him a runner-up in Law's No Long Beach last weekend. Graham Rahal might need to get a rebuttal in there from Randy Bernard sometime, Statman. I don't know. I mean, I I was listening to
3: a lot of what he said, and uh, I, I don't know a lot of there. Were, you couldn't connect all the dots in what he was saying. Uh, so, I think the best thing he could say is that he's a fan, and fans are allowed to have their opinions. And uh, uh, he's a
0: driver, and uh, drivers don't know everything that's going on. Say what you will about the France family running NASCAR, but you mess with the France family, you're going to get your more than your hand slapped with the IndyCar series, the the team owners will say what they will. There's there's not one person up there with with the one, not one golden rule. There's not one person at the helm that there's not the David Stern. There's not the Roger Goodell with IndyCar. Well, I think the the the,
3: the bigger thing with IndyCar is that the. Uh, you need a stronger personality in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and To lead when, the series. To lead the series. And if you lean on the team owners to run the series, you're going to turn it into what killed Cart and Champ Car because team owners all have agendas to support their sponsors and their business and uh, what's going on and not necessarily the best interest of the sport. If I mean, even if somebody like Roger Penske or chip ganassi yeah uh, you ask them to make a decision that's going to that's good for the sport but it's not going to be good for uh verizon or target they're probably going to balk at it a little bit so um you, you just have to you have to have somebody like a big bill france or a mm-hmm. bill france uh mm-hmm. that could say this is what we're going to do and part of the problem in nascar might be because there's no uh you know, Big Bill or Bill Jr., and that uh, maybe this next generation, Mm -hmm. including Mike Helton, is not strong enough to, you know, grab everybody by the back of the neck and say, hey, this is what we're doing. And uh, if you don't like it, go home, go run somewhere else.